And hello to another episode of Three View, where we watch the first three episodes of any given show and kind of see how they hold up or if they're good or blah, blah, blah. Kevin, I gotta, I'm not even going to lie to you, not even getting into our regular intro. If we ever do the first three episodes of this one anime called uh, Kingdom of Ruin, I am going to rag the fuck out of it. Uh, okay. That anime <laughs> is trash. Did you? <laughs> okay. Um, sorry you feel that way. I guess I'll have a different opinion whenever we decide to take a look at that. <laughs> I, kept, I kept seeing these shorts and everyone's like, oh man, it's going to be the next this. It's going to be the next. Like Everyone's like hyping this anime up. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a go. Dude, oh my God. I wanted to shoot this fucking self. Wait, wait, wait. What, what were people comparing it to? <laughs> They were like, oh, this is going to blow, uh, oh god, what the hell is the name of the anime? Eminence and Shadow out of the water. This shit's better than Jujutsu Kaisen. This shit's better than, like, you know, Okay, there it is. You're, you're, you're really enjoying Jujutsu Kaisen right now, Dude, so I, you're taking okay, a, let me say this. you're taking a personal vendetta I, against this show. <laughs> I dislike, I dislike, I don't hate, I dislike uh-huh. Attack on Titan. And people were saying that this anime is way better than Attack on Titan. I would rather chew on fucking nails than watch this anime anymore. Why you gotta be like this, man? (laughs) I would at least bother watching Attack on Titan. But oh my god. I I never I never really got into Shingeki no Kyojin like the next guy. But uh, is it? Do you really think it's that bad? Attack on Titan or? Yeah, yeah, Attack on Titan. Sorry, I like calling I like calling Attack on Titan by no, 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 title. I, I, no, I was just confused on which one you meant was that bad. Like I, I don't think Attack on Titan is bad. I just dis, I just don't like it. Oh right, all right, yeah, yeah. You said I you did rather, say dislike. That was the proper term that you. I would used. rather eat nails than watch this fucking Kingdoms of Ruin anymore. Is it is it the same problem you had with the uh, what's it called? What no. was that one that no, you didn't like? No, it is not. Like? <laughs> oh, okay. That one's just out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm really glad you finally came to that understanding. I knew it, but I'm, I'm glad no, to hear you actually admit that. This one, <laughs> Kevin, this one is literally just edgy to be edgy. Okay, real quick tangent. We haven't even. I'm Ryan. This is Kevin. But real quick tangent. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god! The first fucking episode, right? Which is. It literally, the first intro, it's it's like a narrator. It's like, God made human and witches to get along. And the witches are like, I bet. And then all of a sudden it cuts like, it's like, oh, present time. And you see all these witches burning and hanging. And they're like, you know, one of them's cursing humanity before she gets killed. And you, you cut to um, this emperor dude who like just straight up looks like a prick. They have fucking motor, like hover bikes. They have TVs. They have smartphones. They have all this shit, right? And this emperor comes out and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, our whole kingdom is like super advanced and we're super good because we only have humans like... You know, the witches helped us through plagues and disasters and, like, never asked for anything. And I said, fuck that. Because that made us weak. So we had to kill them all. And the people are cheering, Kevin. He literally admits that a god 
put witches on the earth or whatever planet they're fucking on. I believe it's earth the way our fucking society is. Um, and admits that God put them on the earth to fucking help them. And he says that that was a problem because it made them weak. So we had to kill them. Not, you know, just let them live in over here or, you know, cast them out of our country. No, we had to fucking kill them. That, that sounds like some stupid bullshit we would do as human beings, though. You have to admit that. Oh, I understand that aspect of it, but holy shit. It was so, it was literally edgy to be edgy. Like, there was no purpose to it. Even in the news, I, you know, I gave it the, the three-episode rule, and oh my fucking god, it did not get any better. The animation, the animation's <laughs> terrible, first off. Why? <laughs> um, the intro is boring as absolute fuck. Oh, come on, man. You can't, this is not fair. We, we said, we, we said we were going to do Zom 100 today, and now you're talking about this show. I have no, I have no input on. I can't, I can't defend it in any way, shape, or all right, form. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. How about, how about this? How about this? You know, our next episode, our next episode will be, will be this. Okay. Okay, that's our fine. I, I would love to Our next that. episode will be Kingdom of Ruin. It is ass. And I'd rather I'd rather rewatch the first three episodes of High School of the Elite. I'm just saying. Damn, really? That's what that's your big takeaway? Even yep. High School of the Elite has more to go on than that shit? Yep. That's awesome, actually. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> um alright, so back to the hilarious. actual show, because I got out of I got out of my system, like <laughs> I caught up on all of my anime today, and that was one of them, and it just infuriated the absolute fuck out of me. Um, it, okay, let me let me just go ahead and ask one more question. This is this is like a recent this is a recent show. Is this like a, a recent thing? Yes, the third episode literally dropped uh, yesterday or today. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, it's 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 not good. It's mm-mm. bad. <laughs> oh i miss this (laughs) (laughs) um just just so everyone kind of knows uh we took like a small like like a decent sized break this time before we did this next episode and we don't have the the full cast here tonight just because um uh just just life Dwayne is uh extra busy yeah Um, so you know actually do so much actually last week or not not last week the week before i did a a little solo special of my whole take on the Bleach series, not even the first three episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I decided I decided what I'm going to do to try and fill spots when we have to take those breaks is do, like, little specials. Hell yeah. So keep your, keep your eyes out for future specials. Um, so yeah, uh, today's episode uh, that Kevin mentioned is ZOM 100. Um, this, this, I'm not going to, I'm going to say it straight up. This series is fucking fun. Um, I, I have to agree with that statement. That sentiment is real. This, this season, this series is super fun and I hope the issues that it has, uh, gets resolved. Um, uh, what, uh, what are the issues? We will get there, Kevin. <laughs> okay. We will, we will get there. 
Um, so Zom 100 was a manga series written by a Haro Aso. Um, he made a couple of small series, but he he actually made um, Kevin. You might have actually heard of this one, maybe. Um, he made Alice in Borderland. What the fuck? No. Really? You never heard of that one? I don't know. <laughs> that, that that's like... not one you've ever talked to me about either. I mean, I don't know if it's got an anime. I, I know it's got a manga. It just it sounds like it's it seemed like something that you might have known about because you know of uh you knew of uh what the hell that that die and rewind one that you really like. Oh oh oh! Uh, all you need is kill. Yeah, like you knew about that. Or the or I the, knew about the it. American animated version. Uh... <laughs> Um, Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat. I still kind of feel bad. I never watched it, but I just did, I really just don't like Tom Cruise as an actor. It's so good, man. I look. Yeah, there is some Tom Cruise. There is some Cruiseisms in that one, but honestly, it's it's played it's played very straight. It actually plays really well into the character. But enough of that. I can talk about that movie forever. Um, yes. So you've talked to me multiple times about uh, Zom One Hundred. I. Uh, I had uh, my girlfriend's brother actually mentioned it to her to tell me, um, yo, dog, you need to check this shit out, man. And I'm like, really? Okay. I mean, yo, home skillet, you got to sit down and (laughs) I I can't speak slang. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So that's, I I don't know. That's why I'm kind of surprised. Cause like, like I said, the fact that you knew about that before I did, I feel like Alice in Borderland would have been something up your alley. I don't don't know. I don't know what it's about. But I've heard the name uh, uh, quite a few times. Hmm. Um, so it's also it's it's the writer is not the same as the artist. So the the illustrator um, is uh, Takata Kotaro, um, who drew a smaller series because he's only had these two series on his bio. Uh, Hallelujah Overdrive, which I could find <laughs> nothing on. Um, Hallelujah Overdrive sounds fucking cool. Sounds interesting. Definitely based just based solely on the name. Um, the manga came out in October nineteenth of twenty eighteen, so it's actually just hit its. I can do math. Uh, fifth birthday. <laughs> um, and is still ongoing. Um, oh really? Mm-hmm. It's got it has fifteen huh. volumes as of right now. But they're they're like pretty short volumes. It's I I looked in there's only like four chapters per volume. So, more of the shorter series. Mm-hmm. Um. The fun fact that I have that I can say before we get into the anime details is that each chapter, as well as each episode, ends with "Of the Dead." Oh yeah, yeah. Every every episode so far, the titles all have that 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 same gimmick, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty cool nod, just because of the, uh, uh, you know, just all, all the type of zombie film. Because uh, what the 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 semi the semi like inspiration for a lot of this is a lot of the stuff that we've enjoyed, in like zombie like you know like zombie story movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It so like the 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 dawn the dawn of the dead series and all the names they had there it follows it follows those tropes while also like being a parody of it because like this is like you know it's it's a zombie apocalypse through and through mm-hmm. but it is so just 
vividly colorful and outgoing. You know, you, like you think you think uh, Dawn of the Dead or you know Twenty Eight Weeks Later or you know whatever. It, it's got it's got a Shaun of the Dead vibe to it. Yes. Oh, thank you. I was gonna say that. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. But absolutely, it does. Um, it is. It is so Shaun of the Dead. It's 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 probably even more cheerful than Shaun of the Dead, because uh, you know what? I would actually go on to say that uh, at least the whole opening of the film has the same uh, uh, has the same vibes as like the first episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as we keep going, it does it does kind of feel like it plays a lot into the. Uh, the same like the the, the same it, it has definitely the the same build of Shaun of the Dead where it's it's definitely played straight they do have a lot a lot of fun quirky comedy in it but it's never it never takes away from from the fact that this is in fact a real genuine threat in the story mm-hmm. I remember watching Shaun of the Dead a while back um, a buddy of mine at work actually let me borrow his uh, his uh, his copy of the Cornetto trilogy. Where it had um, Shaun of the Dead, um, The World's End, probably Hot Fuzz, and yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. Hot, F- I can't believe I didn't remember Hot Fuzz's name. That's actually my favorite. That one's super fun. Hot Fuzz is so hilarious, so fucking good. But no, Shaun of the Dead for it for it being my intro. Well, not actually my intro to uh, to the cinematography because the guy who did Shaun of the Dead also did Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and. Um, when you compare the two in terms of like the timing and pacing of the shots with the editing they do, it's fucking stellar and fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, I, I didn't put it together until the second episode. I think um, when uh, we we cut to we cut to one chick with the with the movies, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh cool, that's actually pretty smart. I would have figured that shit out too. But I was like thinking about it, like you know what, this does feel like Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the anime is directed by Kazuki Kawagoe. Um, and you know, I, I did extensive research, at least as much as I could, and I couldn't find anything on a lot of the production again. Like the Zalm 100 wiki has nothing. It's only got the four characters and like a basic bio. Um, Hell, even behind the voice actors didn't have Zom 100's voice actors on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Not even the English cast. Yep. Oh shit! So that's the that's another crazy thing. I I got all the the, the voice actors from Wikipedia, but still, um, you know, I I couldn't rely on behind the voice actors for that one. Mm-hmm. Um. It had a it had quite a few producers, but the main one was uh, Yuki Hasegawa. Um, Hasegawa. The studio that is animating this actually is a, a new one called Bug Films. Oh. This is a. This is their first anime. Yes. Um. It also had, um, oh, God, I, I forgot the name of it, but um, it had this other uh, animation team helping them, but they, uh, 
have recently taken them off of the credits, which might be part of the issue. Um, but mm -hmm. like I said, we'll get to that in just a moment. So is this uh, is this um, do you know by any chance if the if the company itself, like the production company, is it made up of of just like all f uh, fresh like fresh talent? Or is it is it being helmed or at least being ran by people who've been in the industry for a while now? So, Bug Films has been around for a little a little while. A um, little while being like what, like a year or so. Based on the animes that they've done, um, it's been around for at least two years. Oh, okay. Um. Because this is their full, this is their first full anime that they're they're pro like producing and animating. They've only done episodes here and there. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just I don't I'm not fully sure of like what's all going on with it, but um, yeah. So Bug Films is the uh the main studio for the anime and uh mm -hmm. like i said i can't remember it's a it was a pretty big one so I started with an s that was assisting with it um if i were to look at the credits i'd be able to tell you um it got licensed by viz media so that's where the manga and the anime are getting uh ported over here through uh -huh. Viz Media's got a good selection of stuff, and they're they're pretty good about their uh, their series. Who am I thinking of? There's a there's an, um, a a group online on YouTube that has a lot of their stuff just available, mm -hmm. and some of the stuff they have is like Sonic X and Lupin the Third. So I'm like confused as to what exactly they you know mm -hmm. actually got. Oh, it's TMS. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was it might have been the same guys, but it is in fact not. <laughs> um, the anime started airing in uh, on July 9th of this year, and currently there are nine episodes. Um, the ninth episode uh, released a month ago, September 24th of 2023, um, within. Uh, to be announced date for episode ten. Um, oh, the, so there's still be more being produced for this one season. Yes. Nice. Um, well, maybe not. Oh. Um. There was an issue with the production. Um, we aren't a hundred percent sure what's exactly going on but because you know people noticed that that other company i was saying got removed i'd have to look it up again um the anime has since gone in on an indefinite hiatus ah uh. like there is zero news about you know what's uh what the status is there, there's not a risk of um, it being taking off the air, quote unquote, right? There is. Damn. Um, there is 
there is that possibility that it can be taken off, which would very much suck. Um, I'm hoping not, but there it is. So it was, um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's a little YouTube short. I got to watch it real quick to note it, to remember the name. It is Shaft. Studio Shaft uh, was initially helping them, but then they're not part of the credits anymore. Weird. Yeah. So no one knows what's going on, but because of that, they've after episode nine, they're on indefinite hiatus. I hope they get picked. I hope something happens and they can keep making it because this anime popped off. Like people fell in love with this anime. Mm-hmm. Um, like hell, it got a it got a Netflix uh, live action like movie that came out a month after the anime started, and mm. it is super popular. Um, it's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix, so I can't watch it. I kind of want to get Netflix again so I can watch, uh, Captain Laser Hawk. Oh, dude, yeah. We should, uh, we should watch that, and, uh, you should hop on Edge Runners. Yeah, that'd, that'd give me a chance to watch Edge Runners. Um, I fucking love Edge Runners. There's so many things I'd watch if I got Netflix, but it's like, dude, I don't want to pay 20 fucking dollars for Netflix. Yeah, no. Honestly, at this point, you just gotta pick a fucking streaming service and go with it. It is way too expensive to be doing any of this shit anymore. Like Crunchyroll is eight dollars. It's like that's not that's nothing to me. But like, wait, Crunchyroll's is only eight bucks? Yeah. Oh shit! Hey guys, uh, this episode is sponsored by Crunchyroll. <laughs> it is not sponsored by Crunchyroll. But... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's cool though. I I had no actual idea about that. I. uh... I haven't taken a look at the crunch rolls in, in quite a minute, like price wise. Mm-hmm. Damn, eight bucks for that much anime, and they have a pretty decent selection of stuff that you can either find stuff that's that's new or stuff just to get into. Yeah. That's cool. And it's it's can you know, I know a lot of I know a lot of like hardcore anime fans really don't like Crunchyroll, but it's just why there's just a bunch of background issues with it. Um. Like, they took off a whole-ass, like, animation studio's animes, which one of them was, like, one of my favorites, so I was kind of sad about that. But, I mean, really, I haven't really had any big issues with Crunchyroll, so I'm just, I'm still using it. Um, I would, honestly, I would have High Dive if they just had a fucking PlayStation app. But I can't, it's, I... It's pretty silly that they wouldn't, right? you know? Right? Yeah. Um, and now there's another fucking website that has this other anime i want to watch i'm like i don't want to fucking get a shit ton of these goddamn i might start start pirating and i hate pirating like i just i want to watch shit but i don't want to have like 20 billion fucking subscriptions yeah it's dude everything's becoming a subscription service now fucking that new car wash that that took the place of the old car wash here in town Mm -hmm. did you know they have a subscription service for your for you getting car washes My sister, so my sister and brother-in-law stupid. went through one when we were in Montana. I'm like, I didn't even know this was a fucking thing. They literally just drove up, and it, like, a fucking fast pass. It, the thing just, beep, and it took money from their account. So disgusting. I was like, oh, my God. What have we become as a society? Like, okay, get, don't get me wrong. 
the sci-fi part of me is like, that's pretty cool. But the other part of me is like, God damn, dude, like, that's just so weird. My my problem is that's that's it. This is just going to be it. This is the height of what we're going to get to do as in science fiction. That's it. Yeah, we're not going to. We're, we're just going to have subscription services, and we're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna have to work our asses off until we die, while robots get to do all the fun stuff like paint and make art and all that shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm I waiting. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for cybernetic limbs because, like I said before, I'm replacing my fucking legs. Fucking, I'm sticking with what uh, Angriest Pat on Twitch used to say a long time ago. If I have the chance, I will put myself into a toilet. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's so <laughs> awesome. Um, oh man. I, f- I fucking swear to God, though, dude, I hate it. Uh, but anyway, back to back to Zom 100. Um, uh, you want to go ahead and do the breakdowns? Yeah, I can do that. Um, so yeah, if you guys have Netflix, check out the live action. It's pretty good. Um, it basically covers up to what the anime's season one is, to my knowledge. Hmm. Um, I, I can't say 100% because I don't know where the fuck season one ends because it's not ended. It's not officially ended yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, episode one. Episode one is titled Akira of the Dead. Um, we start off basically following the story of this dude who is the very definition of Japanese um, suicide watch um, because you can see he's in an extremely you know he's in one of those uh, stereotypical like dingy apartments he's got trash bags all over the place he's like super dark eyes like he's like doesn't get to sleep basically um and he just he just doesn't like his job. Like he's talking about not wanting to go to work, and you know, basically like, oh, maybe if I died and stuff. Um, and then it cuts to three years ago, where he is excited coming to Tokyo to work because he uh, got into this um, company, this big company that he thought was going to be, you know, just like a dream to work for. You know, he went to college, got his education. You know, did all this, and um, you know they 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 welcome him with open arms, and I think it's like the I think it's like his very first day. Like they take him out for drinks and shit, and you know they they party for a long time. He sees one of the, uh, the his coworkers, this really attractive woman who's very nice to him, um, and everyone's everyone's having a good time, and then as you know, as it starts dying down, all of a sudden, all the worker, all his coworkers, get up and he's like, "Time to go back to work." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> that that threw me off so hard when that happened. Like the music cuts out, all you hear is the guy talk, and then you watch all their uh, employee cards whip out at once. I'm like, "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> we find out very quickly that it's an abusive, exploitive company. Um, you know, these guys are doing like. So stupid hours um you know t- like bragging about uh sleeping at the the job you know one of them's like oh come talk to me when you're pissing blood um just miserable miserable setting um 
I would 100, if I was in that setting, I'd probably 100% blow my brains out. Like, that shit sucked. Um, and very quickly, he's realizing, like, this company sucks. But he, at this point, he's kind of, like, his self-esteem is essentially shot. Like, you find out pretty quickly that he just kind of, like, fell into the role and starts becoming the same way, starts being miserable, starts not really doing anything with life, you know, this and that. And he's kind of, he starts, like, being depressed about it because, you know, he was, um, was it rugby? No, that was not. Yeah, he was a rugby player. Was it rugby? Okay. So he was a, he was a really good rugby player in, um, college, which plays a big role for the rest of the series. Um, because when I saw the trailer... I was like, how the hell is this little scrawny office worker doing stuff? And then, then when I found out, oh, he's a rugby player. Okay, that makes sense. Um, he's, he at least stayed in shape enough in the three years that, you know, he didn't lose out on anything. Um, because he uh, he passed out sick one night and basically woke up late for work. And as he was starting to get up and do stuff... All of a sudden, he realized, hey, uh, there are zombies everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, initial initial panic. He He's like, what the hell? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He starts freaking out. And mind you, the, the, the great thing about this episode was that as the story got more and more depressing, it was it became, like, basically black and white. Like, it was dark colors. You know, depressing colors, black and white. Mostly. Oh yeah, I know the vis- the visuals alone for this one were fucking astounding to set the mood and the tone for how this guy was feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they really they they really took away all the saturation. Like the farther the the whole the whole first episode kind of plays like a flashback just to get an idea of where this guy's mindset was mm-hmm. and all the stuff that he went through. But as each year kind of went on, you notice that the coloring started to dither. It started to get desaturated. He started doing a lot of the stuff that a lot of people would notice would be like a very big sign of issue with repetition, mm-hmm. like um, the conversation he has with a client online, and how um, you notice how he starts like doing circles into his notebook while he's having this discussion, and the you start noticing like all these like uh, these squiggles and lines just throughout the rest of the scenes afterwards. Like in the apartment, he's like. His his visuals are kind of getting staticky. Like he can't see too well. The the TV's going in and out, but also these uh, these like heavy black lines start like coming across the screen too. Uh, they it fucking really does a good job of like pushing how like just hopeless this whole situation was for him at the time. Mm-hmm. Um. So he starts coming to the realization. He's like, he, he like he starts having these thoughts and like color starts slowly coming back and he realizes he don't got to go to work no more and everything <laughs> just pops <laughs> like all the color comes back he becomes cheerful he's running from zombies while smiling and laughing and i was like man can there be a zombie apocalypse today i swear to god um anyway and <laughs> And he's, you know, he just starts realizing, like, I don't have to... He literally, like, his literal line is, like, I don't have to go to work anymore. It's like, I feel it, bro. I feel it. <laughs> um, 
So one of his first things that he decides to do is he wants to go confess to this female co-worker that was very nice to him. Now, mind you, we find out earlier in the episode um, she is a mistress to the boss. Um, but he still had feelings for her. And so, you know, he runs he runs to her apartment. Um, and we see the, the boss in there. And un- unfortunately for him, he was zombified. So fucking Akira being the most wholesome boy I've ever seen. Not one of the most wholesome, but he's what he's up there. He's he's pretty wholesome. He he's as the as the uh, as the boss starts like kind of like transforming more and more into like a horrific fat zombie um he's like saying like oh i really appreciate all the all of what you've done for me hire me blah blah but this is my letter of res- and as he's saying this he's like letter of resignation he gets into a fucking tackle stance charges at this fat behemoth of a zombie and pushes him out the window and like basically to to the zombie's death fucking bulldozes him out the window that motherfucker threw him my favorite visual of that whole bit was as as you as the zombie's falling you see the broken glass uh, across the screen uh, it also takes place on like the the uh, the field of a rugby of a rugby game mm-hmm. and everybody in the in the glass is like cheerleaders and like teammates and shit cheering him on for doing that yeah yeah it's awesome <laughs> um, so after doing that he turns and he's hoping to find the the coworker, and unfortunately for him, she also got zombified. Uh, she starts slowly changing, and he's he's a little heartbroken by it, but he decides he's still going to confess his feelings for her. And when he when he does that, uh, it kind of cuts to her as if before she was zombified, and she smiles and like she kind of motions, but then it cuts back to the zombie apocalypse. She's just charges and trying to eat him, and he just starts running. Um. And, you know, after he escapes, I think he goes back to his apartment and he's like, you know what? I'm going to live life now. During the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to live life. I... I it, I know it's it's part of the comedy, but, like, genuinely, it is actually pretty cool to see this guy not, like fall into a deeper into like into like a deeper depression just from this understanding the fact that oh yeah the world's gone to shit no he's like dude the world's gone to shit my day off starts now it's like oh hell yeah <laughs> no protagonist is more relatable than akira <laughs> honestly at this point yeah at my at this day and age kids if you don't if you don't relate to akira now you probably will later on in life <laughs> That's what I told my nephew when I was over in Montana. I was like, "Bob, don't grow up." <laughs> I, I don't know. We 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 had a small discussion about Bob a little bit ago. Maybe grow up just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe grow up a little bit, but not too much. Just a little bit. Yeah, but not too much. You're a good kid, and all. <laughs> um. So yeah, episode. But yeah, so ep- yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. You were starting. Uh, episode one basically does conclude on uh, him like just calming down and being like, "Well, that's it, world's ending. I I ain't got to go to work. This is awesome." Uh, and he does is this he does bust out the notebook right right after that, right? He doesn't start writing in it right away, but he starts getting into the motion of getting the notebook ready. So um, he 
kind of gets the idea. I think he I think he starts it, but he doesn't really start writing until the next episode. Right, right. I think he, I think uh, he from grabbed the, a from, notebook. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't, but he doesn't put anything into it yet, and we don't actually get to see the end credits uh, play because it's it's a. Uh, it's doing now my new favorite uh, trope with uh, with getting into an anime, which is uh, not getting the opening right away, getting the opening theme song at the credits of the first episode, and then watching the next episode to see the full opening with the opening theme put together. It's you know, uh, it's a sad, it's a satisfying you reward. You know the best part about this, Kevin, is this isn't the full opening. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, you actually showed mm-hmm. me the, uh, the 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 actual the actual full uh, full opening. God, I love that opening so um, much. Which is which is what took me by surprise when I started watching it because the second episode starts and you get the uh, you get the opening where they kind of kit bash the uh, uh, the scenes from the first episode, which I was like, oh, this is pretty smart actually. It's a good way to kind of kind of keep you. Uh, well, it's it's just a good just a good way to keep it going. Like we we get to be introduced to what anyone could assume is the other three characters that uh, Akira will end up meeting. Mm-hmm. And then we just get to see Akira doing what we already know him to be able to do. Yep, yep. Which I think is awesome. But, uh, yeah. Um, fucking, what, what was your, what was your, you, okay, I know how you feel about this series so far, so I'll say that my uh, takeaway from the first episode, I was like immediately invested. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Um, the the whole setup and everything is just so understandable and relatable for uh, not just you know somebody like us in the states, but like probably for a lot of the poor folk who do have to go through that kind of like um, that work environment, uh, you know, in Japan because they're you know what they say, all comedy lies in truth. So mm-hmm. there there has to be at least someone out there who's seen this and been like, man, fuck my job, <laughs> <laughs> like zombie apocalypse when. Yeah. Um, it's, it sucks and I hate it, but it, uh, you know, that's where also you get the enjoyment of watching this guy go from like, oh shit, oh, I gotta go to work, and then fucking immediately get, ex- get just a sigh of relief that the world has come to an end. It's like, oh, well, at least somebody's happy about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, from the, from the first episode, strong opening. Absolutely adore it. Love it even. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the first episode was ace. Like, there was nothing wrong with this whole episode. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I I was having so much fun watching it. Um, because it, it subverts your expectations in a way. If you, Obviously, if you <clears throat> didn't watch any of the trailers, it subverts your expectations. If you watch trailers, you already knew what the hell was going to go happen. Yeah, but, you know, that's also the beauty of, like, uh... Of not of not getting into trailers and stuff too. Like, uh, I, I've you've only shown me like the opening clip, and um, and just talked about it and how excited you were, and that was enough for me to be like, I should really give this one a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we actually got to sit down and do it, I'm like, oh, well, this is pretty great. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, going into episode two, episode two is titled "Bucket List of the Dead." Um, it starts out basically Akira is enjoying his newfound freedom and like straight up he's like doing a little song about drinking beer yeah. and I was like man after my own I heart was like, I personally can't relate to that because I don't really like beer but I understand 
I actually had to get up and uh, and go to the kitchen to grab my beer to help if, if enjoy the rest of the episode because I was like watching him enjoy it. I'm like, man, this guy's making it look great. I gotta, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, and you know he's all excited, but unfortunately he finds out pretty quickly he ran out of beer. <laughs> the saddest, the saddest issue. So I've ever seen. You know what do we what do we do in a zombie apocalypse? We go get more fucking beer. <laughs> So it then it, well, the funny in a funny way it cuts to uh, this this couple who are basically getting the generic zombie uh, setting of freaking out trying to survive you know they're they're blocking up their apartment door and you know they're trying to find a way out and all of a sudden they look out their balcony and they just see Akira just casually sliding down the fucking pipe and they you know everyone freaks out he's like oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go get more beer. You guys want anything? <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> um, and he's like, all right, guys, see you guys later. And he just takes off, and um, he goes he goes to the nearest convenience store to go find you know some beer. Um, he uh he's he he did he did mentioned earlier like he was thinking about things like what he wanted to do and i think one of them was like ride a motorcycle and stuff mm-hmm. um so he gets to the convenience store and you know he's he's scooting past all these zombies you know trying to trying to get there without any issues um and he gets to the convenience store and he's like got a basket full of like literally like nothing but beer like I think he had a couple of other little things here and there. Um, and when he gets there, he sees this uh, dark-haired girl in like what looks like a uh, like a sports bra and sports shorts thing with a big heavy jacket, mm-hmm. kind of like grabbing a bunch of stuff. But she's kind of like not emotionless, but very um, Kevin. What's the word? Recluse. Yes. Um, nice and you know she's just basically getting necessities Um, and she sees this guy Akira who's you know like oh man she's cute oh I should talk to her blah 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 and like he's trying to talk to her and she's just kind of not having it Um, and she starts chastising him he's like you know because she notices that all he's grabbing is beer you know that's not that's not exactly the most healthy thing to have in a zombie apocalypse. Um, and, you know, starts chastising him. And as, as she's doing that, a zombie walks into the convenience store and he, you know, he freaks out and immediately goes into a Kira mode where he tries to like protect her. Like he doesn't even hesitate. Like he starts running to protect her and she kind of like freaks out um and pushes him down on the ground and holds him there and a fucking truck comes crashing into the store and runs over the zombie and he kind of like he kind of immediately is hit with love at first sight because he's got this fucking chick sitting on top of him who just saved his life um and you know granted you know she's still kind of like I would never want to associate with someone like you who isn't taking his survival seriously. And, you know, then takes off. 
And he kind of ponders that for a bit before he's like, all right, well, I better get going. And he sees that his bike is totally demolished by the truck that ran into the store. Um, a couple, quite a few zombies are on their way, and he notices a fucking motorcycle. So he's like, hell yeah. He takes the motorcycle and you know starts driving back home. Um, well, you, he he grabs a moped first, and oh, he's like, right, "Oh, cool! So it's got a key in it." And he's like, just driving around with that. And he's like looking around, like, "I could probably grab whatever I wanted right now, right?" And then he fights the. You see, he sees the. He's got a sight set on the motorcycle, and that's when he starts having fun. That's what it was. I uh, <laughs> I love the name of the motorcycle, by the way. Uh, do you remember what it's what it's called in, in the in the in the show? I won't lie, I do not. It's uh, a. <laughs> It's a Lori. It's a Lori Richardson <laughs> instead of a I Harley Davidson. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, they don't they don't have a license, so they have to use uh, off brand names. They they get around it really well. Like the uh, the convenience store was just called a two eleven. <laughs> I love shit like that. It's my favorite. So fun. Um... So fun. So, you know, he gets, like he's, like, like Kevin said, he gets the motorcycle, and then he get when he's getting back home, he's climbing up, and he notices that uh, those neighbors' apartment uh, got broken into and ransacked, and that there's zombies all over. Um, and he kind of, he kind of starts, like, reflecting off of that. He's like, huh, you know, I could die at any moment, you know, thinking back to the neighbors, thinking back to the the convenience store you know this and that and so then what he decides to do is he takes that notebook and he writes down um a hundred things he wants to do before he becomes a zombie you know he starts writing down like fun things like ride a motorcycle um do this do that and you know as as the episodes go on you see more and more that he adds to the list and it's just like he's just stupid wholesome he he does have a hard time at first with the list. Like I think he he only writes down what he's already done so far, yeah. and he takes a moment to like sit back and think. And while he's doing that, he has like a sort of a sort of a flashback to what I can assume is maybe his dad in like a hat. I think, mm-hmm. and that's when he starts putting down more stuff. Um, so quick little a quick little side note: I watched this uh, on um, I think on your Crunchyroll. With the yeah. uh, with the, with in the English dub, and the subtitles would come in and would and would uh, and would help me kind of get an idea of like the lyrics of the of the opening theme, and would help me with certain dialogue that I couldn't read in the show, but it uh, it came in <laughs> like maybe twenty to thirty seconds after the fact, oh. so during the after the opening of the, of the episode. Uh, I started seeing text reading on top of the uh, on, t- on top of the episode. Uh, uh, the episode keep kept. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. Um, I was just. I just noticed that there was text showing up out of nowhere, and I'm like, this isn't lining up with anything. There's not like a TV on in the room talking about the news or anything. So I pieced together. I'm like, oh, okay. It must be the 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 lyrics for the theme song. Um, when it actually cuts back to him like working on the uh, on the notebook again, it took 30 minutes for the the uh the written word to actually be shown to me so i got to check a lot of that stuff out so like i think some of it was like uh i i can't remember all of it off the top of my head but it did take him a moment to like stand back and like actually 
uh, figure out what he wanted it to be before he uh, he started putting together a lot of the list. He doesn't put all 100 things up right no, away, yeah, right? He doesn't, he doesn't have 100 things right away. He's, he's, like I said, throughout the show, um, he writes more and more stuff down. But I think, I think as of episode 9, he's only like in the 40s. Hmm. Um, so yeah so then he starts working on the list um, and then we actually get a quick flashback from the girl's side of the story where you know she's calculate she's watching these movies in like this big fancy apartment you know bare minimum stuff she's got exercise equipment you know water um regulated foods that like oh calorie intake this and that um so she's very she's very uh set on you know like this and that to survive and it cuts to what her side then you know it then cuts to her side of being at the convenience store and you know she's chastising akira and Meanwhile, she's already aware that the zombie is going to walk in, and she's pretty much aware that the uh, that the truck is coming. Um, but she was actually really shocked that he would try to save her. Because from his perspective, she just knocked him down and, you know, protected him from the truck. But on her side, she actually got surprised. Like, she didn't think anyone would actually do that kind of stuff. Um, so she did that so that he wouldn't get hurt. And, you know, even though she was chastising the way he was, she also was like, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't focus solely on survival. Maybe I can allow some fun because you also saw while she was at the store, she thought about getting these sweets that she liked, but she didn't grab them because, you know, she had to. Fo- she was trying to focus on surviving the zombie apocalypse. Both these characters have lists, don't they? What's that? Don't both, don't both the characters in the in the, um in this episode? They both have yes. lists. Akira yeah, she, and uh, No she Name. She has she has a list of things to do to not be a zombie. Right, but he just has his bucket yeah. list, which I think is a pretty cool is a pretty cool way to determine these mindsets, like. It, obviously, if we if we were Akira in this situation, we might be a little bit more realistic and maybe go a little bit more down her path. Mm-hmm. But uh, it it was pretty cool to like see like how her life is going before she actually bumps into Akira, and the the list that she does go over it actually does make you know a ton of sense. Yeah. In terms of like 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 whenever when I saw what she was doing and how she's talking about the whole situation and how she's breaking everything down, I'm like, okay, this is like. This is like like top tier zombie survival guide levels of like of like of like breakdown. This is good shit. Do you remember that book, the zombie survival I have guide? It. Do you yeah, have I it? I have one. Oh, it's so good. It's super. It's it's such a funny read. You know what's what's <laughs> like, funny it, is even though it is satire, it, a lot of the stuff is still viable. You know, if a zombie apocalypse actually happened. Yeah, but by the end of it, all you're doing is uh, all, all you look like is a skinhead in in a uh, in uh, in tight pants carrying around nothing but twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, yeah, that's all you would kind of need. But like, I, 
it's funny. No, it's it's, it's it's still it still has it's still a really good piece of uh, of, of fiction and a really good and a really good book to absolutely. read. Just for that, just for getting in the headspace and everything. Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, my mom bought me that book, and then I also have like a uh, a bunch of other books. Like I have you know nature survival books and this and that. So it's like I ha- I basically have books for whatever situation i could possibly find myself in i could probably survive (laughs) um i still need to get a couple more though but um so yeah so she you know obviously like kevin said she's she is the more practical she is the one that a lot of people would probably be like in a zombie apocalypse but um you know she's she she starts wondering, like, okay, maybe, maybe there's some room for you know nice things here and there. Um, and that's pretty much the end of episode two. Um, her pondering that, and honestly, still, it, I, I'm gonna say, you know, we don't we don't really rate the episodes much anymore, but all three episodes were very fun, very strong episodes, you know. First episode. Yeah, there wasn't a downer. There wasn't a downer in, in any part of the, of, the, of the three we got to watch this First time. episode builds you the main character, um, gives you a bit of the world, and then, like, the event that happens. Second episode, he's, you know, understanding or tr- figuring out what he wants to do with it, and, you know, he starts kind of pondering things and doing this and that, and you're introduced to another main character. Granted, she doesn't stay for the much of the episode, and she doesn't show back up until a little later but you know um and then third episode you know this and that happens we'll get into that but um it's like they're they're really i would say a later episode is one that i was kind of in about but like of the first three episodes it's like there wasn't a weak episode like each of them did what they wanted to do they you know it wasn't slow this or all talking that it like each episode is making a point and sticking to it yeah um I, again though I, I one thing i really do like is that yeah she gives him shit about the beer but then when she is back home and everything's all taken care of she's like damn i really should have grabbed that yeah yeah that thing that would have been nice <laughs> she's like you know maybe i should have grabbed it um. Any notes? Any other things to say before I go in episode three? Uh, I really love her 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 design. Her, uh, I she's love. Got a, she's got a really good design. Fucking her color. Her color theory is immaculate. It's uh. It's not just like um, like every like so far like it's it's not stuff that you would see like like traditionally for like these kinds of characters. I like that Akira's main uh color scheme seems to be focused on like you know greens uh hers though with her with her color scheme it's so fucking nice the pinks the purples the blues Mm -hmm. it it stood out um quite a bit in comparison to everything else we've seen so far because you know every zombie that you see throughout throughout has uh had the same thing where oh they look kind of nice because they have color like splashed on their bodies but they're mostly just gray and uh, drab looking other than that Mm -hmm. Um, 
but uh, yeah, no, it's I, I I love the way she looks, and then her outfit too was just like, oh shit! Like I thought, like I thought for some reason a King of Fighters character just showed up out of nowhere <laughs> and is now in the show because her, her like straight up her outfit was just on point. Oh yeah, man. no, it was um, it was really good. I loved her design. Oh oh, we, we did. Did you mention that the uh, the, the unfortunate fate of Akira's neighbors? Yeah, we uh, I brought it up. Yeah, because we, we we got to meet him, but then like when he comes back, there unfortunately they unfortunately did not make it. Fun fact, Kevin. Which was, uh oh, they made it. <gasps> really? Yeah. Um, that makes in me a happy. bonus <laughs> in a bonus chapter, um, it's revealed that they actually escaped and that they are planning you know they're planning to live life and that they hope that they can run into Akira again. Oh man, um, that's awesome! I think we were gonna. I think in a later episode we we're supposed to get like an after credits of that, but yeah, they haven't. They didn't show in the anime that they made it. Well, I hope they do because they're fucking epic. I like. I, I really like that bit too, where, where like we we're just getting Akira doing his Akira thing, and then we cut to this couple, just you know, stereotypical zombie movie fair, and then he's just right there on the pipe, just chilling. <laughs> like, oh, hey. <laughs> fucking killed me um so episode three is a uh, best friend of the dead or <laughs> I, I love how someone decided to uh transcript the tra- the um title into english <laughs> besuto forendo obuza dedo that's a good name (laughs) (laughs) um so this episode it starts out kind of weird uh you see these like you see this girl crying in like a bar and all this stuff and um this blonde guy kind of like you know trying to make her feel better and he goes out and it's like oh hey he's got all these like some are thugs some are bouncers and they're trying to protect the this bar from um, the zombies, and it was—it's an interesting thing because, like, even even on like the description, there's a name for that character, but like, as of this episode, he hasn't shown back up. So mm-hmm. it's like—is that like a one-off thing? Like, I haven't read—I've never read the manga, so I don't—I genuinely don't know who this is. Oh, you're talking about the Showtime yeah. guy? Yeah. I was wondering about that. I'm like, I don't see this guy in the opening. Is this just a, another side story that we're going to get to see later on down yeah, the line? Yeah, I have or? no idea. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it it cuts to Akira, and um, he, he had grow, he added grow a beard on his bucket list. And he got a little bit of stubble, so he he scratches that off, basically. Um, well, no, because like he he actually wants to grow like a full beard, but he has like that that shaggy. Unfortunately, I didn't shave throughout throughout high school look. Yeah. So <laughs> he gets a he gets a marker and just fills it in, and he just looks at it like. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, we're very fortunate that we can grow the beards that we can, man. You know, the sad part is, is like, I just, I, I don't care for my beard all that much. Ryan, me neither. I'm just so lazy. I don't but want to cut it all. After the time. working, after working at a job 
that literally forced me to get that shit, keep that shit clean every day. I'm like, you know what, maybe my beard ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just too lazy to shave it every day, so I just let it grow out, and then it's like, okay, now you're annoying, and I shave it off. I usually like my 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 main thing is that it uh, this this goes out to the fellas out there who have a hard time keeping their beard in check because you were given amazing genes and are allowed to grow a fur ball on you at all times. Uh, I usually will you know keep it clean if I if I do like a clean cut shave and I need that shit gonzo I'll just like keep keep uh, keep an eye on it for like the first two or three days. Usually by day four though I have to I have to guarantee a day a time to to clean mm-hmm. it up. Because if you if I don't, then it just becomes a beard again. That's when everybody starts to notice. Yeah, yeah. Shit's hard. <laughs> um. So he decides he decides that um. He wants to. Uh, um, find his old friend from college, uh, nicknamed Kensho. And. You know he's got some unread messages on his phones and stuff and uh you kind of like you kind of get a bit of a background that you know he kind of like wants to find him and you know i think i think he said early on that he was wanting to uh, apologize for something yeah because they had kind of a falling Mm -hmm. out um and um it mainly stemmed from the way how Kensho was talking about his job and how kick-ass it mm-hmm. was. And uh, at the same time, he was also giving his friend advice, like, hey, man, you should probably quit your job. It sounds like ass. Yeah. And uh, Akira was fortunately really bitter about that. So Yeah, because he was bragging about getting to be with all these women and the money he made. All these top clients. Yeah, exactly, all that shit. And I, I mean, look, to be honest, man, I would be I would be pretty upset, Oh, absolutely. Too. Like, like, someone was just, you know, basically rubbing in my face. Oh, you, you know, it's just like, it's just him talking about his no, life. I, I get and it, but, like, like, it's perspective, you know, to him, he's just... It is, absolutely. Absolutely. But, like, you know, it's just, it sucks because th- there's no other way to kind of get around that feeling, mm-hmm. you know? It's just yeah. ass. Um, so then we cut to Kensho, who is, like, stuck in a, essentially a love room in a a hotel with a zombified chick that he was with, uh, who thankfully was handcuffed before she turned. You know, she's just handcuffed to the wall, or was it the wall or the bed? I forget. No, uh, she's, uh, she's handcuffed to, uh, one of those, like, uh, it's like a, it's like a strap for... For like your 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 figure, it's like an X. I can't remember what it's called, mm-hmm. but it's in the shape of an X. Yeah, um, it's very much of that nature, a though. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, you can see that he's like kind of skinny, so he's been in there for a little while, and he's like probably getting hungry and you know tired. He's just like getting depressed and all this stuff when he gets a fucking call from Akira himself, and and you know. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad. Like I love, I love the name Akira. Akira is a very strong name. I wish this has to be a rule from now on, and I know it's not gonna. Uh huh. They have to do the Akira slide at least fucking once. Didn't he actually do like a reverse Akira Didn't slide? He? I don't. During the during the episode, I can't remember honestly. I have. 
He didn't. He didn't pull away from the camera. He pulled into the camera. I'd have to. I'd have to watch it again because, like, I. I would. I. I would. I would recommend it just because I'm pretty sure he does like a reverse Akira slide, where he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't pull away from the camera. He pulls. He pushes into it. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to. Which I thought was pretty cool. For that. I don't. I don't think I noticed that part. Still, point stands. Every Akira has to do the Akira slide. That's a rule. Honestly, um, it's. It's, it's a good. You don't rule. get to use the name Akira if you don't do an Akira slide. Um, that that's a really good rule. <laughs> I like that rule. <laughs> if you don't do an Akira slide, you got to change your name. That's how it goes. That's just how. That's just the way it is. That goes for all of you real life Akiras. You got to do an Akira slide once in your life. Yeah, dude, if you don't, you're 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 not crossing out the proverbial bucket list that you were given. <laughs> <laughs> all our Japanese viewers are like, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> My name is Kenny now. Man, these, these white guys know what's up. Shit. <laughs> Wait, you're not even white. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, Akira calls him and he's you know, he straight up tells him like, Hey, uh, I'm gonna come get you. And uh, as he's heading to um, Shinjuku, that's where uh, Kencho is at, Akira kind of recalls their friendship, um, and we get a bit more of that whole falling out business and stuff, and he's he's basically set on apologizing to him. Um, So, it, you know... He realizes that there's a lot of zombies, so he's got to, like, figure out how to make a distraction. So he, um, you know, he, he, uh, he does, what is it? He activated a, a fire alarm or something? I forget. No. No, no, yeah, he, he, he left, the, like, the car That's alarm, was. uh, yeah. in, in a, in a, in a car. And I, 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 I thought he might have put a bomb in it or something. He did something. But it does, it, it does explode. Yeah. Which threw me off. Yeah, it exploded for some reason, but um, yeah, so he did a car alarm, and that actually attracted the zombies that were about to kill Show because he was like the only survivor from defending the uh, the club, and he's like, "Oh man, what was that? Lucky break for me, I guess." Um, so that so then Kencho notices that the zombies are kind of not in the hallway anymore, so he decides to go out. And pretty quickly on, um, him and Akira meet up. And, like, Kencho is so, like, relieved that he's not gonna die. But Akira just, like, straight up does Akira things and, like, bows and apologizes for, like, being jealous of Kencho's life and all that stuff. <laughs> Which, I mean, that that is honestly, I think that is the, the sweetest thing you oh, could have done. Oh, 100%. Right from the get go, you know, because like th- that was that was the last conversation they kind of had before life kind of got in the way. Like, as adult life, like does. Akira is what I wish to strive for in life. You know, not even not even with the whole zombie apocalypse, just his outlook on it. Once he realizes that you know he can do these things and that he should do these things because he's got his bucket list. Right. Um, I am just too depressed and sad boy for that right now, um, dude. We, we'll all get to we'll all get to that point <laughs> in our lives where we just say fuck it and just have a good time with yeah. it. Yeah. 
I mean, shit, if he can do it during a zombie apocalypse, I'm sure we can do it sometime in our yeah. lives. Yeah, actually, quick tangent, Kevin. Did you see that I've decided that I wanted to start doing um, vacations fairly regularly? Oh, good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. I don't know if I will be able to aim for it just because I do have quite a bit to pay off on my credit card, but I want to take a trip to Japan uh, by the end of the next year. Okay. Uh, might have to push it to 2025, I mean, I, but... If those damn Canadians that I see online can do it, I'm sure we can do it. <laughs> I'm mostly talking about every time I see, uh, like, Matt or Wooly from Two Best... Or, or from the... the the team originally known as Two Best Friends Play uh, go out and do that yeah. shit. Of course, then again, they also have a lot more money than I do. Well, it can't be that much. They're just YouTubers. You'd be surprised how much. Well, streamers. You'd be surprised how much they can make. I actually, I actually would be surprised. I have no idea how much a YouTuber makes. As long days. as they have an active, like, viewership, they can make some fat money. I mean, they obviously That's have, true. like, merch and all that stuff on the side, too, just for that extra stuff. But, um, yeah, you can you make some really good money being a, a streamer, podcaster, YouTuber. Um, anyway, so they, they meet up, and Akira apologizes. And before Kencho really even gets to, like, say one thing or another about it, uh, they are, you know, zombies show up, and they start chasing them. Um, and they chase them all the way to the fucking roof and you know they run out to the roof and they block the door and they're holding the door and they realize like oh man there's like no way out of this um, and that's when Akira gets the idea he jumps across to the other building does he measure before he jumps or does he just take he, the leap he kind of looked and like did a quick calculation but a lot of it was he just leaped like it wasn't. It wasn't a strategic. Like, oh yes, if I with wind conditions and you know this and that. Like, no, he just was like, I can run. <laughs> that that was that was what it looked like. Yeah, it looked like all he said was, "I could run." That's um, <laughs> so he he runs and he makes it across to the other building, and he starts you know yelling for Kensho to do the same thing, but as Kensho gets to the edge of the building, he's like starts being depressed and like sad again because he's like I, I can't man i can't do it and akira's like trying to pump him up and kencho just starts like revealing to um akira that he just hated his job like he hated having to lie to customers he hated having to like do this and do that um you know like yeah he was he got a lot of women but it was just like it was such a depressing job for him because all he wanted to be was a stand-up comedian. He just wanted to make people laugh. And, you know, Akira just straight up was like, you know, you can. Like, there's no better time than now to follow your fucking dreams. And, like, that, like, snaps Kencho out of his fucking funk. And so, as the zombies burst through the door and start going after him, he, you know, he gets a running jump and goes for it. And for fuck all reasons his clothes fall off <laughs> doesn't isn't isn't the isn't it because he strips them off himself well like i can understand the shirt but like how did his pants and underwear and shoes come off as he was running you know 
I can't explain that one. You have, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and mid-jump, it goes to slow-mo, and you see Akira start just dying laughing, because Kensho was always comedic in their college years, too. But, you know, he just starts laughing, and Kensho fucking misses the jump, and he's, he's hanging for his life off the side while Akira's, oh, dude. While Akira's laughing his ass oh. off. My shit, my shit fucking, I felt so uncomfortable watching that happen. I was like, oh no. <laughs> if we lose this guy right there, right when we get to meet him, get to know him, it would be so sad. Thank God that did not happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, Akira ends up helping him up as he is almost about to fall. And, you know, that, that night they uh, they both decide to strip down and just start having a fucking grand time drinking beer, doing this and that. Um and just having conversations about what they're going to do and how they should stick together. And it was it was just such a silly, wholesome moment in an otherwise actually pretty stressful episode. Not, not yeah, stressful in like a bad way, but it was just like, you know, you, you, you have that suspense. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And it was very suspenseful. <laughs> God, that dude, that whole bit with the jump was so scary for me the first time with Akira. Like when they showed that he did it right away, I'm like, oh thank God. But then like when when he when, when his friend did it, I was like, please make it. And when I saw he was he slowed down, I'm like, oh no. yeah, um, God, so scared. But but yeah, like I said, the only the only thing I'm confused about in the episode is like what happened to show. Like, did the people he was protecting make it? You know, like who was he? Is that like the last time we see him? You know, if if show was in fact the last one, I'd uh, I would assume that he they were able to make it out, but uh, fucking crazy that episode, man. <laughs> Fuck. It only gets better from there, Kevin. I promise. I I got to I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I broke the, I broke the three episode rule just a little bit, and I started checking out a little bit of, of, the, of the next one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. These guys are, it's just good. <laughs> um. It's it, no seriously, so fucking cool. Such a good show. Yeah. Uh, um, all in all, with all three episodes, uh, how, how recent is this? Is this series? Uh, like I said, the anime aired in July, but the manga came out in twenty eighteen. Okay. 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 So it's still it it had its it's still had pretty its fresh birthday like last week for the for the yeah. manga. Ah. so I I would I would honestly say um, to anybody on the fence to giving this one a shot, please do it. Um, it's it's really fun. It's it's a, it's a really good time. I I definitely enjoy the uh, the the comedy from it. And if you've enjoyed uh, zombie material from others from other things before, but you also like a good bit of comedy, yes, please give it a shot. <laughs> It's it's really really good. It's really really funny, and uh, I can't think of anything better to watch. Honestly, when it comes to this yeah, stuff, yeah, because you know, whenever you hear a zombie apocalypse, most of the time you think, you know, oh man, I'm gonna be sad or depressed. Like even even uh, High School of the Dead, you know, like I still can't watch High School of the Dead for which reason? The uh, it's it's just too much fan service. I uh. I uh, it, it it's it's got it's got way too much going on with the goofy boob physics. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just don't like the whole uh. 
I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the uh, what am I trying to say? It, it, it just it, there's also a lot of like like dark dark comedy macabre kind of stuff in there. Yeah, no, I feel um, that. The, the the my biggest uh, my biggest takeaway is the two girls oh, the ones running up the stairs. In the beginning. Yeah, like after with that one, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. But I'm starting to kind of like slowly loosen up with that kind of stuff. No, so. I feel that. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff like that that I have a hard time watching. Like the you know the, that stupid edgy anime that I was talking about at the beginning. You know, that was part of the reason. Like, I was just having a hard time for the first episode. You just feel like it was just doing too much. And you know, we'll, we can get into that next episode when we watch that for the show. But it was just like you said, it was just doing a lot of dark stuff just to be dark. Yeah, um, and it's it's just it's just that kind of stuff is like it's if if you're into it because that's what you kind of want to watch. It's understand, sassy, sassy. You're hitting the microphone with your tail. Sorry, one second, <laughs> sassy. What are you doing? Are you climbing on my shoulder while I'm doing the show? You should know better. Get out of here. Ah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, um, uh, what's, uh, there's this one anime uh, that I was just looking at a couple days ago where I was like, I, it, it's, it's one of those things where now I'm like really getting into like the morbid curiosity of it all. Uh, it's, I think it's called like Blood something. Uh, Blood. It's Plus. it's uh it's it's about this girl who has a samurai sword and there are like monsters or demons coming through and like killing people. And it's got that one specific uh, that one specific scene in the show where there's like a bunch of like bunny oh, demons like running around chop Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you know it. Um yeah, I yeah, I I, 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 like, I, I have the Oh, really? <laughs> It's because every time I see it, I'm like, I can't. I, I mean, the visuals, the concept of it looks pretty cool, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I, don't know. Is, I, I don't think I can watch this. It is a bloodbath, just to be a bloodbath. Like, see, and that's no fun. You and that, that was my initial issue with um, Attack on Titan. That was one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't very a big fan of it, just because like it was just a lot of. To me, the first episode or two was just a lot of unnecessary point to make that hey this is a bad world to live in and it was just like it was just too much like you know you know i'm not i'm not the biggest person on gore so right especially if it's you know that's not a not a relatively fair fight like i can watch gore movies in like war movies but when it's like you know like Saw and all that stuff. I can't watch those movies. I just—it's too much. Oh, so me and me and my uh, me and Nelly uh, were talking about the uh, the other day. Um, we we kept getting like the previews for like the most recent Saw film, mm-hmm. I think. And it's always got that shot of like that person looking up, and they have that whole contraption built on yeah. their eyes. Oh no, couldn't do it. And so, do, do you know what that contraption no. is? <laughs> no. Do you want me sure. to tell you? <laughs> Um, so I, I remember where she was talking about it and she was like, yeah, that one's fucked up. And there's a lot of fucked up from that, from that, uh, from the show or from the movies. And I'm like, well, what does this one do? She's like, okay, you see how it's built? Like, it's like a pair of goggles and you see those tubes in it. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, those are vacuum tubes. And I'm like, 
Oh. Yeah, nope, not. Oh, nope, that's not fucked. Doing it. That's fucked. Because you know what I thought? I, I don't know why. My brain originally thought that they were like fluorescent tubes or something. Yeah, I thought something goes into the eye, not takes the eye out. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> so fucking mean, dude. I hate yeah, that shit. Nope. Can't do it. Not doing it. Can't do it. Not doing it. Um, yeah, so thankfully, thankfully, oh, Zelda 100 man. is not like that. <laughs> It, it has it has a little bit of like body horrorish kind of stuff going on, but it's very light and played for and played more for mm-hmm. jokes. And uh, again, like the zombies always have like this, they're very dull and gray, but they always have this colorful look a look to them. So you never get like too skeeved out on them. At least in the three episodes that I've watched mm-hmm. so far, you know. So there wasn't really like a lot to hate from it all. Like it, it just it wasn't bad. I will say this, uh, Kevin. Episode 5 is going to bother you, but not in, like, a terrible way, but you're just going to be like, oh, come on! Oh, those are the worst. I hate that feeling. <laughs> it's, like, the worst. That's, like, that's, ah, oh, man. Now I got to look forward to that. I'm just going <laughs> um, So that's, that's the episodes. Um, going into the voice acting... Um, We'll start off with our main boy, Akira. Akira Tendo, his Japanese voice actor, is Shuichiro Umeda. Um, now, he had, a, he had a lot of smaller roles here and there. Um, some of them offhand were... Um, See a couple of the a couple of voice actors pop up for some series called Banana Fish, and I've never heard of that one. Is it a kid show? It's like an old animated show. <laughs> okay. Like the the cover for it is some blonde anime dude with a pistol. Yeah, what? I. It's not a kid show at all. <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably thinking of something else, but like it just sounds yeah, like it sounds it's like a whole different, sounds like a cocoa melon or something. Sounds like a whole ass different thing, right? Yeah. So, um, and then he played. What he played a, he played a bunch of other ones. Like he was some character in the World Ends with You animation. I think he's. I think he might have been the main character. I don't know who Makoto is. Dwayne or Justin were here, they'd be able to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they played just a couple other characters here and there, but one prominent character he was was an anime some people had an issue with. And I can understand why. But he played as Pochita from My Life as Inukai-san's dog. Okay. But, Basically, this this dude, Kevin, had a super crush on this girl, but then he dies. And he reincarnates as a dog that she just so happens to uh, inherit or, like, adopt. And he's got to live with the fact that he is now the dog of a girl that he really liked. But also, she does some fucking weird shit with this dog. Oh no! <laughs> what did she do to the dog? You know, like 
like at one point, you know, he has um he he like accidentally puts his head under her skirt and she's all for it. Um just just does some weird weird shit. And I it's just just weird, man. <laughs> like at one point um like at one point it he you know something happens and um she uh she scrapes her knee and somehow knocks out so you know he he licks the scrape to calm her down well um okay no 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 it's a it's a friend of Inukai, right? She had a scrape, and uh-huh. so he licked it to calm her down. Well, Inukai gets jealous, so she stubs her toe and forces him to lick her t- her toe. Oh. Ew. Yeah. And she then interrogates her friend to figure out why, and so she basically forces the dog to, dr- to crawl on her dress. Oh. And it's just, it's just. <laughs> this doesn't sound like fun, bro. At all. It borderline should have just been porn. Like <laughs> that, that, that just doesn't sound. This doesn't sound like a good thing. It just sounds really gross. <laughs> That's nasty. Um, yeah. So he he played he played as the do- the the dog from that anime. Um. <laughs> it's apparently a really popular series but it may as well have just been porn like it's just soft it was just soft porn soft core like bestiality at that point uh, that's yeah i'm okay with it not being porn then if that's what we're gonna go ahead and call it then that's um, fine i'm glad it's just a it's just a weird show for weird people um <laughs> jesus so here's one um his mm-hmm. english voice actor we might have gone over this one um it's Zeno Robinson. That name does sound familiar, but I, for some reason, can't figure it oh, out we'll why. We'll go over that in a second. So, one big role he has, and this is one that, again, Justin would have loved. Uh, he's Remy from Big City Greens. Oh, I really should give Big City Greens a shot. That show looks Justin like fun. Justin and Jesse love that show. Um, oh, good. <laughs> Remy is the friend to um, the main kid. He's the um, little black kid. Um, he also voices Cyborg in Young Justice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Hawks from My Hero Academia. Everyone loves mm-hmm. Hawks. Um, he's Hunter from Owl House. What? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I, I know I, I blacked out for a second. This is for, um... This is for Akira. This is for Akira's English... For his English voice actor? Okay, this kid has to have some chops, because I know I didn't hear Hunter at all, but now I gotta pay attention and listen again. And That's finally, cool. he is Taiga... From the Netflix uh, dub of Kuroko Basuke. 
Oh shit! No way! No way! <laughs> Damn, this kid's got range. Oh, yo. absolutely, dude. What the fuck? Like, I could not hear Hawks with Cyborg at all, and then you're telling me he's Hunter? Yeah, no fucking way. Damn, dude. Damn. This kid's got my vote. <laughs> yeah, and then God, and dude, that those is... are just the ones that I, I would I knew would get us as a reaction. He's got yeah. a lot of other roles too. Um, man, I. I, I know voice actors like a lot of the time when they do like their demo reels and stuff they're supposed to have a couple of different uh, a very you know like 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 a good variety of uh of, of voices so that way they could be utilized in, in like whatever type of thing they want to be used for but it is always so impressive when they do shit mm-hmm. like that like uh the one that always comes to mind is just because I was a really big fan of his uh, of his vines and his short YouTube videos, which is Pro ZD yeah. or uh, or someone. Yeah. Uh, his 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 uh, his video stuff is always hilarious. But I was rewatching um, the later seasons of Red vs. Blue, and I forgot he plays a main role in the in the, in like the the second to last story <laughs> arc. And I was like, holy shit! And for and in the beginning, I was like this is Markiplier, is it? And I remembered. I'm like, no, no, this is not Markiplier. This is actually Sung Won. He's just doing his, he's just doing a really good yeah. job. <laughs> but man, dude, voice actors, y- y'all are fucking I really, cool. I still really want to get into it, but I don't think I can compete. Like, the, like based on Xena, like, even with Johnny Young Bosch, right? Johnny Young Bosch, his voice is recognizable. Like, any, he, he doesn't have to change it too much. Like, he still, he doesn't have to change it too much, and he still fits his roles really good. But Zeno is yeah. over here, like, n- almost none of his characters sound the same. Mm-mm, no, def- this, kid's, this kid's a variety pack. It's insanely cool. And see, like, if if you really want to go for it, I feel like you should always try to st- st- strike your strike where the iron's hot, depending on what you want to sound like and what character you want to mm-hmm. go for. If you really wanted to push for somebody that you specifically wanted to play and act as then you would have to understand like you know their mm-hmm. mannerisms it's it's acting acting is i i can't <laughs> acting's weird man yeah. no i have you have you read have you read up on stuff like for like just for acting oh, I, in general I like have. for i've been doing a yeah. lot of research and it's it's hard to get into first off but like dude look if the guys from rooster teeth like all the all the OGs who did the show in the beginning, like Matt Hollum, uh, uh, Bernie Burns, fucking um, uh, Gus, and uh, and uh, and everybody who worked on like the, the original show with like just them all in like a college room just doing stuff yeah. together. If they can make that shit work out, there's you could totally make that shit happen <laughs> too. I will. I will try. That's all you um, can do. So going on to. The girl's voice actor. Her name is we 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 find out her name in um, episode five, but for posterity, uh, her name is Shizuka uh, Mikazuki. Um, her Japanese voice actress is Tamori Kusunoki, and she again she was one that voiced quite a few roles, most of them small roles, but she voiced uh, Futaba. 
Igarashi from My Senpai is Annoying, which is um, it's by the same creator who did um, Uzoki Kohai Wants to Hang Out or some shit like that. Very similar art style and all that. Um, Fujiba uh-huh. is the little short, like, four foot nothing green haired office worker. <laughs> four foot nothing. No, like, legitimately, she is stupid tiny compared to any other character. I just, love, I just like the way you described it. <laughs> um, but she also voices Makima from Chainsaw Man. Oh. Yeah, so big shifts in characters. Should I give Chainsaw Man I a try? I it. Yeah. Should we do that as an episode for the show? Um, we can. I actually haven't even watched cool. it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I would have figured you would have at least, like, sunk your teeth into it a little that bit was by dur- now. Honestly, that was during when I was, like, really behind on a lot of my anime. And uh-huh. it was just, like, it was like, it's not that it wasn't on my radar. It's just I had other anime. And right. so it was just like, I just, I have too many other things. I've got these games. I still haven't even caught up on my fucking anime. I'm only caught up on my, this season's anime. Like, I just need to, I need to take a day and just watch nothing else but anime. Like, it's, it's bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's, she's, like I said, she's Futaba and Makima. And uh, her English voice actress is abby trot um she voiced nezuko from demon slayer Hmm. which dude that's got to be like the best character to voice because You, you mean in terms of like in terms of what like you record maybe a line here and there and then most of the time it's just yeah it's a pretty sweet deal but I mean, you, 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 they had to. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm, I'm sure it was. A, it was an arduous process going through people who could get that. Oh, that, I'm, that I'm sure. Right. But like having that role, dude, you're like. Oh yeah, cakewalk had to be, <laughs> had to be. Not even a joke. Um, but she also voices uh, Rico Ida from Kuroko Basuke. Oh. The coach chick. Hell yeah, best chick. Which we didn't get to go over because we decided that the blonde character was one of the three that we would list. Oh, real? Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just, yeah, that's right. We did that. It's easier to stick to three characters because yeah. some of these animes have so many characters in the first episode. You're like, okay, chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, we have what yeah. we need. <laughs> So here's one. The next voice actor, at least his Japanese voice actor, his English voice actor is not bad, but like the roles he has are kind of eh. Um, mm-hmm. Kenichiro Ryuzaki or Kencho, um, his Japanese voice actor is Makoto Furukawa. Um, and he voiced Saitama from One Punch Man. Hmm. He voiced uh, Benny Morrow from that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Hell yeah, Benny Morrow. And he voiced uh, Shurei Nozin from 86. Shurei is the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
man. Um, and then his English. Gotta keep watching. Yeah, eighty six. Really good. Speaking of slime, they actually have a three episode special coming out um, next month. That. And I'm. It's gonna. It's this one's taking place after the kick ass. No, it's actually set technically in between season one and two, but it covers like a whole oh. new story that will um have some influence on season three, which comes out next year. Oh Did yeah. Did you ever watch Slime Diaries? Um. Ah oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you you and Nelly need to watch Slime Diaries. It's it's so wholesome and fun. I think you guys would enjoy it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you described it the last time too. Like it was more of a yeah. slice of life than it is just like a, a fun mm-hmm. quest. I think it's pretty rad. Um, we're finishing up here in just a minute, but his ink. Oh no, where is he? voice act, English voice actor is Xander Mobus. Um, he voiced Momoshiki from Boruto, which is the weird alien thing that infected boruto and gives him his superpowers because reasons i need to sit down and watch more, no, more no, boruto you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> don't what what's your what's your deal <laughs> why can't i enjoy ninjas Naruto fans don't like boruto boruto That's not my fans problem. don't like boruto <laughs> dude i didn't like naruto until um uh, Eugene came over one time and played. Uh, he he was just like, "Hey man, I I brought over this uh, this game. You mind if I play on your Xbox?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And I just watched him play the opening, and it like goes into into like the deep lore of the ninjas, and there's like a you get to do a kick ass battle while you're being told their history. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Now I kind of <laughs> want to get the Naruto. <laughs> I I don't know what clicked in me, but like I saw that bit, and I'm like, "Okay, this is this is pretty tits actually." <laughs> Um, so cool. I think Naruto's cool now. Sue me. <laughs> I mean, you can like it. It's just a lot of people really don't like Boruto. Naruto, you know, that's that's a, that's a classic. But Boruto, what's the what's the main what's the main issue with Boruto? They drop the ball on a lot of fucking characters. The like powers, the power scaling, uh, like what they is did after ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the problem with every one of these animes that focus on the powers. Fucking Dragon Ball has got the same problem oh, now. That, you know? that's, and that's the thing is, Boruto fell into the exact same issue that Dragon Ball Z did, where is they just they had all these characters and they just forgot all of them for like a handful. You know, like if there's anything if there's anything I learned is is that artists are gonna forget um, shit, and it's just it's just well, a thing that will happen. Unfortunately, that's another thing is the original art creator for Naruto wasn't originally involved with Boruto. Uh, I see what happened. They pulled mm-hmm. a GT. Um, because okay, you remember you, you, know, you know who Rock Lee is, right? In Naruto. Yeah, I yeah. love Rock Lee. He's he, the best. He was a super badass in Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. He's a pushover in Boruto. Like his his own oh, son really? beat him by accident. What? Not my boy Rock Lee. The whole reason he's so cool is because he. He doesn't he fight without a without yeah, a jutsu. Use, He's just he a fucking really jutsu. strong fighter. He literally just can only he can only throw those hands, and those hands are ready to eat for goddamn everyone. He straight up peaked at uh and during the Gara fight, yeah. huh? 
He, he that's literally his that peak. Sucks. Like he's not won a single fight since. That actually sucks. He's such a cool um, character. They made Sakura more useful in Boruto, but otherwise, like, you know, you, uh, do you remember who Shino is? The guy who controls bugs. Yeah, yeah complete I love him. gag character now. What? Kiba, the guy with the dog, does absolutely nothing. Um, you know, Hinata, Hinata being a housewife kind of makes sense, especially when her husband is fucking Naruto, but, you know, it's just like, Boruto just ruined a lot of characters. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I'm more understanding of like characters like that where they had a lot of uh, potential in the, sh- in the, in, in, in the, in the Naruto run. And you expected like a lot of cool stuff out of them, but you know, it's just what happens. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, Xander also voiced Spear Hero from uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh. Um, Mote- Moteyasu, I think his name is no, some something like that, but. Um, he voiced a uh, Joker from the, every version of Persona Five. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> Ba-ba. That's all yeah, I know about Persona. Um, he's Joker in all the animes, all the video games. So he's got he's got good money for that right there. Um, and then finally, he's. Toge Inumaki and Aoi Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh. One character literally is like one of the funniest characters with like a hilariously overpowered ability called Boogie Woogie. Um, and the other one speaks in um, uh, ingredients because his voice could literally potentially kill everyone. Oh. He's. I'm sorry. Wait, I gotta figure that one out. He speaks in yeah, ingredients. Yeah. He uh, because his like every every word he says potentially could do something bad. He speaks in ingredients uh-huh. because they mean nothing, and people just kind of have to figure out. Like he'll like he'll look you dead in the eyes and he'll be like salmon, Bonchito okay. flakes. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Dead serious. I'm not because literally he could look at you and say die and you'll just die. That's scary. Now, obviously his power is not like the most overpowered because if your cursed energy is like strong, you can actually mostly resist and even do some damage to him with his own voice. But you got to be really fucking powerful, dude. How would uh? What can you give me an example of how he would uh, how he would take damage from his so, own voice? So um, he so one example is he was fighting this ext- extremely powerful cursed spirit um, named Hanami in the end of season one, mm-hmm. and um, two other because they were in this like school kind of like free for all thing. Um, and he ran into other two that were having a, a fight, and he's they're like, wait, why is he running? And he they look and see the cursed spirit, and he looks at them, he's like, 
run and they just started booking it like without because they didn't have full control because his voice made them run well when um all three of them started fighting this cursed spirit they were still not able to you know do anything and so at one point he he looks he looks at the cursed spirit he's like blow back and it sends the cursed spirit flying right like super fucking far but immediately he starts coughing up blood and like holding his throat oh shit so like like i said depending on the number of targets their spiritual energy and this and that it could really like hurt him Mm. um and then awe toto you know he's that big muscular guy with the scar on his face who you know he's like what's your type of woman and if he finds your answer boring he beats the living fuck out of you but because uh, Yuji Itadori had the same type of woman as him, he's like, this is my brother. Anyone hurts him and he will fucking die. <laughs> um, he's the guy that claps and he tr- he basically teleports people around. Mm-hmm. And you get that little fucking hilarious montage of him making dumbass faces as he's clapping. <laughs> Jesus. I loved you Fucking, I love Jujutsu Kaisen, but I hate Jujutsu Kaisen right now. <laughs> uh, we 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 talked about that a while back. What was the reason for your uh, fears? Your uh, the creator, your, the creator your, is just your, your trolling his fans right now, and it's just like I don't know how to feel. It's like infuriating, but <sighs> I can't <laughs> stop looking. <laughs> <laughs> And it just sucks because it sucks oh, because sure. like he kills off a lot of his characters that people find interesting, like fairly early on. Well, I mean, no, it's not his fault. People latch on I to his get characters, it, but it's just <laughs> like I get. I get a lot of creators nowadays are getting because you know back in the day, sh- shonen creators had a hard time killing their characters because you know it's for young kids and like essentially young to teenage boys. But now people yeah. are like more desensitized to that stuff, so people just do it willy nilly. And you know, Jujutsu Kaisen, they literally they killed off like half of the characters pretty quickly. And so it's just it's just kind of like let them grow a little bit, you know, like I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's not a bad show. It's a very fun show. It's just there are certain parts that just infuriate me. Well, well I do so much, so that's understandable. That's fair. Um, to finish up, our uh, intro song is Song of the Dead by Kana Boon. And... This song is just so fun. I listen to this song on repeat sometimes. It's a blast. Oh, man. It is just, it's so good. Um, probably one of my favorite openings in recent years. But the intro song is also really good. It's a Happiness of the Dead by Shiyui. And it's the the 
the end the ending animation is really fun and really good to look at and the song itself is actually really good to listen to too pretty pretty upbeat and end song i don't think i think this is like one of the few animes i don't skip either the intro or the outro <clears throat> for good reason too it's a damn good intro and outro the fucking um it's 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 super fun it, it plays it plays the the tone of the show pretty well it's uh it's mm-hmm. good stuff um yeah that's that's pretty much all of my notes on the show um like i said i i i love the show i really enjoy it i highly recommend it um i just i hope we get at least the last three episodes so we can finish off the first season that's right and what you know what sucks is we don't get the version two of the intro until um the fourth main character gets introduced and she doesn't get introduced until like episode eight are you serious damn i think i think if you you stick around that long it's a huge payoff but she is my favorite character she is so fucking funny I honestly cannot wait to keep keep watching it because it's uh, it's fantastic so far. <laughs> big, big, honestly, straight up, big recommendation to anybody who's been on the fence about it. It is fun if you're if you're a big fan of some of some decently well written comedy, and also enjoy just you know the zombie apocalypse uh, genre as a whole. Which, if you're burnt out on it from like years of Walking Dead, like I was, Man, yeah, I feel fair. that. But you know, this is this is a good way to get back into it if you if you've uh, if you wanted to come back to it mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. So yeah, I I loved it. I'm I'm loving it so far, <laughs> and I I cannot wait to continue loving it. Um. So yeah, like I like I said at the beginning of the episode, our next episode will be on uh, Kingdoms of Ruin, and mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, guys are mm-hmm. gonna get an earful from me on that one. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, I'm gonna have to play on the on the opposite side depending <laughs> on how I feel about it, um, but we shall see. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get Dwayne for that one and see what his take is too. Maybe maybe I would love maybe it it'll maybe it'll make his uh, trash anime list. It probably won't be the worst thing he's seen. But... Maybe. Anyway. With that said, uh, that'll be it, and we will catch you guys next time. Have a good time. Hope you enjoyed the show. We love you. Bye. (laughs)